welcome to our adventures. Um, my name is <laughs> Mrs. RPG Hour. My pronouns are she, her, or they, them. And today I have a bunch of people playing Lasers and Feelings with me. Hey folks, it's Mr. RPG Hour. I'm going to be running Lasers and Feelings today. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Jess. Hi, I'm Jess Peck. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, my pronouns are she, they. Um, and I'm really excited for round two of Lasers and Feelings. I'm Nil, and my pronouns are they, them, and let's do this shit. <laughs> All right, so even though uh, kind of we went over things, uh, there is no language uh, restrictions or anything like that um, in regards to uh, cussing and stuff. Um, of course, as always, the only isms that we accept in our game, at least when I'm running, is classism. Uh, there is always a higher class, uh, always a richer class that you can eat um, if you so get hungry and want to try and destroy something. Outside of that, I don't let any other kinds of isms at the table. Um, uh, because we're not playing a horror game, a lot of the other stuff that I normally go over um, uh, isn't applicable here. Um, but I will say... Uh, I might describe bugs and things like that. So if there is at any point anything that makes you uncomfortable, you can use the Zoom chats, um, raise a hand feature, and it'll flash a little thing, let me know. Um, and I will pause and rewind, and we can reset the scene, so to speak. Or we can also fast forward, uh, depending on what kind of scene it is and what we're doing. Um, for those of you that have never experienced Lasers and Feelings, Lasers and Feelings is a one-page uh, tabletop role-playing game based on a song. Um, you create a character uh, that, that technically you only have one stat, um, and everything on the sheet is there. Uh, this is not a um, system that has health or stress or anything like that, so characters don't really take damage. If you want to take damage, it is 100% a narrative choice. Um, and uh, the way that I like to create and start this is I like to go ahead and start Lasers and Feelings with creating the space adventure so the players have an idea of the world that they're about to set off into. Since there are four of us, um, I would like for everybody to roll a d6. We'll go down the row. I'm going to use the pictures, uh, or the, only two of us are on video on this set of things. So I'm going to go down the list. I'm going to go first. The threat that we are facing is the Hive Armada. So I have to get my dice. Okay. Um, so the way that I'm picturing the hive armada, the way that I'm going to kind of narrate things for them, um, I'm thinking about the book and movie series um, for Ender's Game. I'm thinking about like the the pseudo uh, insectoid type stuff. Um, also, sort of kind of how they're depicted in um, Starship Troopers. Uh, it's, yes, it's kind, of, <laughs> kind of what I'm going to go with. Uh, the Hive Armada is basically just uh, different varying looks of bugs uh, based on like their effectiveness and what they do. Uh, they don't really operate on an independent nature. Uh, they're basically all driven by a hive mind. Um, yeah. Uh, since Mrs. RPGR is still trying to find her dice, um, if I can go ahead and get... Uh, Sorry, you said uh, nil, 
Yes. Okay. Uh, if you can go ahead and give me a roll, and we will get the um, we will skip down to the. All right. Uh, four. Quantum tunnel. Woo-hoo. All right. So. Quantum tunnel. All right. It sounds very interstellar sort of deal. Oh yeah, no quantum quantum tunnel is like the. It, it's one of the fun ones, but it also like if you get a lot of. Um, sci-fi nerds at a table uh the quantum tunnel becomes a whole discussion so of course, uh, of that's course. <laughs> do you have your dice now all right give me a roll i rolled a four all right uh so you get protect empower so the hive armada wants to protect or empower the quantum tunnel which will jess pat give us a roll uh i rolled a five so they're looking to rip a hole in reality. You got the <laughs> same role I originally was going to get because I thought I was going to be the last one. <laughs> yes. I love timey-wimey bullshit. I'm ready for this. Let's do this. Go. All right. So that is the basis of the world that we are at. For those of you that have never played, um, I'm going to read the little quick blurb uh, that is on here. Uh, you are a member, a crew, uh, you are the crew of the interstellar scout ship Raptor. Your mission is to explore uncharted regions of space, deal with aliens both friendly and deadly, and defend the consortium worlds against space dangers. Captain Darcy has been overcome by the strange psychic entity known as something else, leaving you to fend for yourselves while he recovers in a medical pod. And y'all are the rest of the crew! So... Uh, for creating characters, it's a fairly simple, straightforward thing. You pick something uh, like a style, um, alien, android, dangerous, heroic, hotshot, intrepid, or savvy. Um, and then you choose a role, doctor, envoy, engineer, explorer, pilot, scientist, or soldier. And then you choose a number from two to five. A high number means you're better at lasers because uh, you're going to roll under this number. And a low number means you're better at feelings because you want to roll above this number. That will be delightfully ironic for me. Not too great with them feelings, but let's see what we get. <laughs> let's see. Style of character. It feels though. Don't feel though. But yeah, you pick one number from two to five, and that <clears throat> is uh, lasers and feelings is one stat. Um, and so you only have one stat total for your character. Um, so whenever you are done, ready, feel like you've got things going, let me know. So do we want to just go round robin picking stuffs? I just went ahead and rolled for my number using a D6 and just cut out the one and six. <laughs> nice random generation. No. Oh. Okay. So like, do we want to go round robin and build characters that way we don't have duplicates? Uh, I, I chose mine, but yeah, we can go ahead and do like like, Rob Robin. That way, if like, say you want to be the scientist or whatever, like somebody else isn't like, well, I guess we'll have two scientists. scientists. (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) No, that's what happened last time. (laughs) Just be like. Yeah, well, Mr. RPG Hour had to uh, uh, ended up <laughs> so kindly uh, changing their their role to an engineer, um, so I could be the doctor, the android doctor. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Can't say it because they're still in the room. 
Okay, I'm choosing a backup just in case. Oh, no, I'll actually switch that to this one. Okay, guys, before they get back, we totally need to just, like, all pick the same thing. Oh, it's, so, it's so funny because, like, I have, um, I decided I wanted to Seven. do a portal reference. <laughs> Hang on, can I? Oh, I can't. I wish Zoom chat would let you, like, message certain people. Okay. Seriously, I think it like, does. So what, what are we what are we playing? What are we playing? Oh, quick, quick, quick. Dangerous oh, doctors. <laughs> yes, done. Why y'all being so mean to me? Wait, what? We're not, <laughs> we're not being mean. We would we would I miss, never. I, I Liz Bennett was amazing. <laughs> I love Liz. Liz was DD so for amazing. short, Jess. DD for short. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm. so who's got their character ready? Um, we should all have our characters ready. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with Mrs. Uh, what is your style? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) dangerous. Okay. Okay. Now, but what's your character style? <clears throat> that's that dangerous and then, then what's you your role for a role yeah which is doctor and what is your number um i'm gonna choose three i think okay so you're more yeah. tech sciencey yeah okay um and what is your character's name or no i'm more feelings Let's see. Cool space name. Hang on. I thought you already had something. I did, and then I forgot it because I'm dumb and didn't write it down. You must write all the things. I will do... Ooh. We'll do... We'll do Astra, Astra Polaris. There we go. That's a cool space name, yeah? Or a car. It could be a car. (laughs) (laughs) Just back. What is your style? (laughs) I don't have the heart. Do it. (laughs) Do it. What is your style? Dangerous. God. (laughs) (laughs) And your role? Doctor. You can see it in their eyes. For those not currently looking at the cameras that we're using, I have a very heavy blink stare going on right now. The night for those at home. <laughs> for, and your number? Uh, two. Okay. Uh, and your character's name? Cave B. Johnson. Keith B. Yes! Johnson? Cave. Cave. Oh, okay. Cave. Like bats that live in a cave. Okay. C-A-V-E. Yes, I love you. <laughs> 
Do you have lemons that can burn your house down? Maybe. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And nil. Dangerous. Dangerous. Yes. <laughs> Are you also a doctor? But perhaps I might be, yes. What is your role? Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and your number? Five. Okay. <laughs> and your character's name? Ansem Ignatum. Ansem? Ansem, yes. <laughs> and Ignatum. I-G-N-A-T-U-M. <laughs> Tonight, for those at home, RPG hours staring blankly at the camera, wondering why. Why me? <laughs> why? Oh, why? why? All right. Oh, why? Um, so, uh, because we're just doing a, a quick little one shot, uh, it's not even going to take a whole lot of time. Uh, we're going to skip player goal, uh, but we're going to go with character goal. Uh, so, you can choose one of the following or create your own. Become the captain, meet new aliens, shoot bad guys, find new worlds, solve weird space mysteries, prove yourself, or keep being awesome. Uh, I'm going to say solve weird space mysteries. And Jess Pack? Uh... I'm going to prove myself. And nil. Uh, cause problems on purpose. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump straight into it. Um, <laughs> Where did this go? Oh, no, no, that's right. We have to create the ship. I forgot one step. Um, dun, 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 dun. It does not have a ship. <laughs> We're all just free floating in space. <laughs> all right, so the there are three things that y'all get. Um, y'all get to do two good things and a bad thing. Um, does anybody specifically want to pick the bad thing? I kind of like Fuel Hog. <laughs> okay. The bad thing. All right, so we'll do Fuel Hog, and then Jess Packer misses. Y'all want to pick the good things? I uh, think that we should have powerful shields. That could be why it's a Fuel Hog. <laughs> God damn it, Raptor. You have one job. We try to protect ourselves, and then the Wi-Fi goes out. <laughs> <laughs> The worst. <laughs> um, okay, so we have powerful shields, and let's be let's be well armed for no reason. Well, if we're gonna be a sitting duck, we might as well fire at will. <laughs> All right. So uh, the way that I figured this is, somebody one day went in, looked at it, and goes, "Oh, hey, the shields are a little low." Um, thinking in terms of decimals when there's no decimal point. And even though it was already at 100%, they turned it up to 10,000%. Um, and that's why your shields are a hog. 
Yeah. Because see, it's one zero zero point zero zero, right? Like the it's just yeah. missing decimal points, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're basically being Etsy right now, just removing the decimal point. <laughs> um. So, quick uh, overview again: if you're rolling for sciency reasoning stuff, uh, you want to roll under your number. If you're rolling for uh, rapport, passion, uh, your feelings stuff, you want to roll over your number. If you have zero successes, uh, then something goes bad. One success is uh, similar to a partial success. Um, two successes is you do it. Good job. <laughs> and then three successes is a critical. And this is where you get to add on flair to the narrative that you've already given. If you roll exactly your number, you can get insight into what's going on. Um, you can ask questions like, what are they feeling? Who's behind this? How could I get to them? What should I be looking for? What's the best way to, uh, what's really going on here? Um, uh, you can also make up a question. You don't have to be limited to these, but these are kind of just an idea on getting your mindset in. Um, if you choose to help somebody, uh, you say how you try and help and you make a roll. If you succeed, give them a die. Um, so you'll roll, if you've got like four dice that you get to roll um, because of things, then you can roll all those and try and get the successes. Um, you always have one D6. Um, if you are considered prepared, you get an additional D6. Um, and you can get an additional D6 for being an expert. Um, so I have a question. Since my number is five, if I roll a six, that's a failure? Um, if you are rolling for uh, lasers, that would be a failure. Yeah. Okay. If you're okay. rolling for feelings, wait, no, I'm sorry. If you're rolling for feelings, a six would be. Um, it would be a success. But my number is five, so that's lasers, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, no, no. For for lasers, for a five, that would be the failure is a six. Okay. Um. I think that is everything. I think that's everything on here. Yes. Okay. Um, Y'all just put the captain inside of a medical pod. Um, They're starting to recover. The vital signs are steady. Everything seems to be going good. Um, And then there's an eeriness in the ship. It's just dead quiet. And you hear just the faint beep, beep, beep. And y'all realize that it's a message coming in on the comms on the um, bridge. I'm going to stay with the captain and monitor the uh, medical pod for a minute. So with the captain and capped, who's in charge? Good question. Ah, yes. Good question. Who of us is in charge? Well, I suppose it must be me. I, Dr. Kate B. Johnson. (laughs) So I shall go answer the message. Okay. I don't remember voting for you, but fine. <laughs> it was a self-appointment. You know how it is. And then I just walk away. <laughs> you know what? All right. <laughs> so I answered the call that's on the bridge. This is Mission Command. This is Mission Command. Raptor, are you hearing us? Yes, yes, this is uh, Dr. Kate B. Johnson, um, a doctor on the ship. How may we assist you? Shit, guys, it's Johnson. Do we relay the message anyway? All right. <laughs> Don't make me throw combustible lemons at you. I will do it. I have been known to do it. <laughs> Look, Johnson, we got a problem. Uh, D- Dr. Johnson, um, we got a problem. 
it seems that the Hive Armada is back at it again. But this time, they want to use their Hive abilities to empower the Quantum Tunnel and rip a hole in reality. We don't know exactly what the end goal is because, well, we're not a part of the Hive, so we can't understand anything. But they're right around the Quantum Tunnel gate and they are trying to fuel it trying to just make it bigger. And honestly, it's quite a spectacle. I can see it right outside of my window right now. But we need a ship that can do this. And you're the closest one that we got. So if y'all can come and assist, that would be great. Damn, those Hive Armada. I wanted to rip a hole in reality. I, I do have one question. <laughs> if he can see it outside his window, how are we the closest ship? That is fair. Also, Space station. Space station. Mission control is in space. Very fair. Very fair. Space. Space. I like space. How unfortunate that we're the closest. I mean, how fortuitous that we are the closest. (laughs) Well, I mean, what are we supposed to do about this? We're doctors. We are are doctors, which is a form of science, which means we must, for our own uh, knowledge and beneficial purposes, go to defend them we might let i wholeheartedly agree i have my phd in anthropology but (laughs) let me say this we can study the armada or if one of our civilian one of our comrades blows a limb off you can study it or put it back together i mean we do what we must because we can so we're doctors so we are doctors I just see so a lot like, of like lab coats like strutting around with goggles like we're doctors. We wake up in the morning, doctor, 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 doctor. doctor. <laughs> Alright, so Dr. Polaris is an anthropologist. Uh Dr. Johnson, what is Dr. Johnson's specialty? Science. <laughs> science. Just sciences in general. <laughs> Various sciences. I have many degrees. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, you brag about uh, it constantly. You wake yeah. up. I have degrees. <laughs> I have several degrees. <laughs> they clipped from the back of uh, cereal boxes, or did you order them online from probably another country? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, have, I have many. You responded to the so spam much, email so much, yeah. that was like, I am a Nigerian some prince giving $75 million. <laughs> some of them are questionable, but some of them are actually like, <laughs> have been achieved through <laughs> throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> Three out of 25 degrees were earned. 1-800-science-doctorate. <laughs> I had them on speed dial. <laughs> I did say I did say earlier though that uh, after the person delivered the message that I wanted to rip hole uh, in reality, like I wanted to be the first one to do it. So, <laughs> yes, an astrophysicist first and foremost. You have a, a major in astrophysics in astroscience with a minor in everything else. <laughs> And Dr. Listen, Ignatum. I came from a bunch of money. Like, <laughs> how else am I going to spend my money besides on education? Dr. Ignatum <laughs> is the worst type of doctor in which they are a biogeneticist. Oh, God. Okay. I am, I have a major in surgery, you see. 
But I, I like to I like to let uh, nature take its course and then heal. When you said the worst kind of doctor, I was thinking that like you had like a doctorate in like English or like humanities or something. <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst kind of doctor in which I am a doctor, but I choose who I help. Okay, okay. <laughs> I um, thought you were going to say you were like Dr. Phil, and I was just going to ask you. I know, I'm Dr. Oz. I'm Dr. Oz. <laughs> Today on Space Help, we're going to tell you what alien things you can rub on your body to heal yourself. Today on Space Help, I would like to warn you, it's not what you eat, but even who you eat. We are, we, we're here with the Amada today to get their thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, but Drew, like follows you around. <laughs> of, of course, I'm a Doctor Oz scientist. I'm a Doctor Oz doctor. Yes, the Raptor is amazing. I love this crew. No wonder we're the only people left. The captains and the med pot. Everyone went. Leave. Go. Go. Take the go. escape pods. Go. Go. <laughs> they wouldn't even know. They sleep 14 hours a day. <laughs> now, now the real truth is, like the Raptor, even though it's like you know, all it is is a science vessel. And uh, Dr. Johnson is paying uh, Captain Darcy to fly all around. And he spends his entire days like, I used to be a military pilot. I used to. This is what I've been reduced to. I've been reduced to this. (laughs) Captain Caroline Darcy. (laughs) (laughs) They finally, when the the captain finally gets sick, they're like, yes, 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 take me, Lord. (laughs) Captain Darcy is also in there thinking, you know. I should have taken up more heavy drinking. That would have helped me out here. <laughs> Dr. Nottam's just staring at the captain, occasionally tapping on the glass, like, still no response. Taking off an arm might cause heart failure. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> We're still writing in this very long, like, it's a clipboard, but if you ask me what I'm studying, it's just the paper unfurls because it's perforated. I'm like, oh, yeah, so day 168. <laughs> and I just write at the very top. <laughs> Just imagine it being like seismograph paper. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, exactly. It's that. When people are like, oh, here are my children. I'm like, here are my studies. And I just unfurl <laughs> my endless clipboard. I imagined like, so instead of like writing on the shortest width of the paper, I just imagine Dr. Nottam writes from like left to right on the length yes, of the paper. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> I don't even see here the thing. Nottam uses like seismograph. I write one sentence on the entire length of the paper I have, and then I go back to the beginning to write a new sentence or write a new copy. <laughs> it's awful reading my notes. <laughs> no, you well, that's why you do it because you prevent other people from reading your no- notes because they're like, ah, tedium. No, thank you. <laughs> you do that thing that like you used to do in middle school where you write one part of like the half the first part of the note in one ink and then you write the second on the line in between in another yes <laughs> oh you know what when instead of using periods for like a full thought process i do those little s marks that people used to do in middle school it's just like here's a full paragraph and then i draw one of those little six ticks s oh, oh like the chain yeah i draw chain. the chain <laughs> to, to show the end of a paragraph <laughs> I think it'd be funny if we all just kind of like the entire adventure just 
talked about how awesome we were in our respected fields, and then just like at the end, the hole is ripped and we've done nothing. <laughs> Dr. Johnson is the worst. They're just like, I can yeah. solve this. I have several degrees. <laughs> I, have, I have many degrees. <laughs> I may be an astroscientist. I may be a doctor who studies the astros, but I also have a degree and continues to wait, list wait, the degrees wait, 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 as wait, wait, the fabric wait. and time opens up. <laughs> you are, you are, you have a doctorate in studying the astros. <laughs> Astrophysicist. Well, no, I just think of, okay, so what are their stats? Like, the team, I can't remember what sport they play, because, yeah, I don't It's do baseball, sport isn't it? I, yes. I don't know. Yeah, sure, it probably the, is. Yeah, the Astros, I think, is baseball. Okay. It's just, oh, you study the Astros. I'm the worst Texan. <laughs> <laughs> so what are their stats? You're just like, I could, oh. I could also be wrong. I don't really follow sports, but I'm pretty sure. What if small. Dr. Johnson underneath the, <laughs> underneath the lab coat just opens up the lab coat and it's just degrees? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, want to see, you want to see my identification? Pulls open the lab coat and it's just <laughs> got full on, like, picture framed degrees on the inside of the lab coat so when I walk around they're just clacking together <laughs> we are qualified doctors we, we heal gotta, we gotta we do are like here. we gotta do like magical girl pose like we are qualified <laughs> <laughs> yeah I imagine that like Cave would just like pose like in a magical girl pose and then he drops one of his degrees <laughs> drops a degree, I drop a beaker. <clears throat> Dr. Polaris is just there, like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Dr. Polaris is like, I found this ancient artifact. Whoops. Yeah, drop the vase. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been really important <laughs> to, to, to mankind. <laughs> then Dr. Polaris tries to put the vase back together, but it ends mm-hmm. up like the, um, I just, that, uh, uh, that like, uh, restored painting. That, yes. like, old restored painting that looks like a monkey. So we are heading towards our doom or to be saviors. We're, we're going to help, I say, <laughs> with the world's largest cosmic-sized quotation marks. <laughs> we're coming to help. We're do- oh. All three of us are doctors. It can't go that wrong. Uh, a quick question, sidebar, because Jesspack does not remember. Uh, what was everybody's doctor's pronouns? Uh, oh. Mine are the same as mine. <laughs> okay, alright. Uh, Astra is... Astra is a dude, so okay. he, him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, Astra um, went to school for anthropology, thought they were going to school for archaeology, so <laughs> are a little bit confused about their life. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, this is going to be wonderful. Study of ancient cultures. Yay. Yes, right, the raptor. So nice. That little dot is the raptor. The big ship is the hive ship. Shit. Um, we got this, guys. The, the hive ship, the, the hive ship uh, those little spikes on it are like trees that are growing outward and then back towards the ship. Um, they've got all kinds of, like, there's like, when they move around in space, there's like this mist that follows them because they've got a portable atmosphere being created by all the ships, by all the trees and stuff on the outside. 
Um, so if you think about how small your ship is and each one of those like spikes is a tree. Oh no. So, um, from Tenchi Muyo, what are they called? The people with the trees that are shipped. Fuck, it's been a Do not dry. Yeah. Yes. Um, so so kind of sort of similar to that. Um, basically they, the, the hive creates, uh, anytime that they find a new insectoid type and they start to bring them in, they create these giant vessels and they incorporate multiple different of the species, uh, different species of these insectoids and they pull them in and they slowly turn them into hive minds. Uh, but these are floating like environments. Um, they're not the size, they're, they're basically like oh almost God, the size reapers. of a moon. Guys, they're reapers for oh Mass no. Effect. Sort of. <laughs> what can you tell me about the reapers? <clears throat> we, we fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the, the, Wait, each of these vessels, <laughs> <laughs> each of these vessels is set up, um, in regards like, so it might have a militaristic mission. It might have a scientific mission. It might have a archeological mission. Each one of these hive ships has a separate mission. Um, the fact that it is trying to empower the, uh, quantum tunnel means that it's most likely, um, a scientific mission that this vessel is full of scientists. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not some kind of like soldier insectoid or something to help protect them. It just means that the main mission of this vessel is science. Okay. Raptor, Raptor, are you there? I can see you outside. Raptor, Raptor, Raptor. Raptor. Yes, we heard you. <laughs> Good. I wanted to make sure you could hear me. I need to speak to the captain immediately. The captain uh. is incapacitated. Um, I just have a question about our mission. Um, what would the cultural ramifications be of you know interfering with something that where <clears throat> could so it where it could be you know good for all of creation that you know science exploring this and everything but also like what if there's some sort of cultural ramification of interfering with this science i'm going to be 100 percent honest we're not like that old show star trek we don't have a prime directive just, just stop them we need to survive dr ignatum goes up and goes so you didn't tell us that this was a fuck off huge ship what are we to do <laughs> Oh, don't worry about that. I have some uh, explosive fruit. I do not trust your volatile citrus. I'm I'm going to be honest. I mean, even my... (laughs) The whole reason why we chose (laughs) y'all. The whole reason that Mission Command chose y'all, one, y'all were the closest, and two, because Captain Darcy is a certified badass. So... Well, Captain Darcy is a certified uh, incapacitated... (laughs) I am and very scared for this mission now. Um, and trust us, we're doctors. We are doctors! And then I, I end the, I end the <laughs> transmission. <laughs> so uh, you, end the, you end the transmission, and then like outside of like the side uh, window of the bridge, um, you see like the space station lights flashing in Morse code. I'm a doctor. I can't read that. And I go back to the medical bay. <laughs> uh, I would like to try to read it. <laughs> What's an ash hole? 
<laughs> What's that? Oh wait, wait. Wait, did you nope. did you did your doctor actually know Morse code? Yeah, but they're combining the word ass and hole together, so it's ash hole or ash hole. What's an ash hole? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you see, when you have a cigarette butt and there's a perfectly sized circle, you put your ash in that. I don't ash hole. Oh, ash hole. I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this term either. I have to do some research. Cross-reference it with several. There, it's like this is a a, a multi-species ship or space station, correct? I'll have to see what who they have on their uh, crew and cross-reference their cultures to figure out what this is. Oh, once once somebody joins uh, the hive, they're gone. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the space station. Oh! That's sending us the Morse code. We're trying to decipher what the message means. We don't know what an ashole is. Um, yeah, no. It, it is honestly, <laughs> like, the people that are, are sending the message are basically, for the most part, Mission Command is military-based. If we and... try to send them back a message, but our power keeps going out every time. <laughs> 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 our ship just sinks down a little bit every time. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. I do have some other devices that are that that might be uh, useful in distracting the armada, but I'm not really sure. Uh, of the ramifications of us just launching this out in space. Well, it could be problematic. I mean, if, uh, so how big is the quantum tunnel out of character? Uh, so the quantum tunnel in and of itself is, um, about half the diameter of the ship that you're looking at. Y'all are looking Mm. at it sideways. So not like half Mm. of that, uh, but half of, uh, the diameter. So it's big enough so that multiple freighters can go in and out at the same time. Because okay. um, this is, uh, it's con- there's like a certain time of the day it connects to like Alpha Centauri. There's another part of the day where it connects to somewhere else in the galaxy. Like it's, um, it, it's constantly popping back and forth to different points to help uh, people get back and forth. Uh, okay. Right now, everybody's at lunch, so there's nobody coming and going. <laughs> um, well, it, it's it's it's. Uh, galactic lunch. Uh, yeah, it's galactic a, lunch time. So which is a time. which is a two hour gap in a thirty six hour day, um, <laughs> where pretty much like uh, very few people work. Um, right. So it's lunchtime. Doctor Ignatum comes back to the bridge and looks at the other two doctors. Doctors. Doctor. Doctor. Walks up to where uh, the warp drive is and just slaps my hand on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the, flashing, the flashing light is keeping me awake. <laughs> oh, um, wait. So go ahead and give me a science roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which, roll one. Hold on, pulling that up. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, no, no, no. Okay, um, you successfully. Um, I just want to warp drive away from the flashing lights. <laughs> That side, that side in particular is when you know your GM is like, guys, what? <laughs> okay, so your goal was to basically warp out of the way? Yes. 
Okay. In a um, straight direction. <laughs> so you managed to set it off, but due to the fact that it's a partial success and your, sh- your ship is a fuel hog, you've only got enough power to go from like one side of the quantum gate, gate and um, the hive to the other side. So like y'all are on the opposite side of the hive ship now closer to the gate and you can see that they've got um, little ships going back and forth to the gate along with some kind of like it looks like a laser but it's not doing damage to the quantum gate gate um, it's like adding energy to it it's it's building it up and it's this weird yellow greenish uh, almost looks like liquid flowing through space I blink and I'm just ah oh, the flashing is worse over here ah. <laughs> I just back up just- because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dr. Knottum, don't you have those uh uh light canceling goggles that you normally wear to bed? Like you could just do that. Uh, I unfurl some of my seismograph paper and go, Oh, you mean this? <laughs> and I, I, I fold it in half like six times and I wrap it around my eyes and I go, Oh yes, much better. Uh that's not what I meant, but I mean, I guess that works too. <laughs> <laughs> One of the crew took it when they left. Bastard. <laughs> uh, out of character, uh, I realize that I am not smart enough to talk about astrophysics as a character. <laughs> <laughs> You've committed to this in several other degrees. <laughs> so, I've, uh, so I've got a list of terminology up in front of me right oh, now. Oh, God. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, throw it, yeah. Just throw it in, just sprinkle <laughs> just every sprinkle sentence it, with yeah. different words. Yes, yeah. uh, yeah. so uh, you said the, there's green liquid pulsing? Uh, it's, it's a greenish-yellowish light, and it is pulsing from the ship to the quantum gate, but instead of looking like a laser pointer light, it's almo- it almost looks fluid. Okay. Ah, I see. They're using the Cypheid variable. Uh, mm. <laughs> Yes, they're they're uh, yes. pumping that into the quantum gate. Did did you know yes, anything yes. about the uh, <laughs> the Cypheid variable, Doctor Polaris? <laughs> Shall I enlighten you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe it is referenced a few times in uh, some ancient alien cultures, but uh, they don't really expand upon the uh, the the concept. Oh, are you sure? Because Dr. Henrietta Levitt definitely expounded upon it <laughs> at quite a late. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Ignatum with Dr. Ignatum with their eyes completely covered is just nodding. Like not mm, following. Like my, my study is in biogeneticism, so I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. And since I'm blind, I'm just like stroking my hand over the console like yes yes i completely know what that and many other things do on our ship that we are on yes well uh wait so so you're just like pushing (laughs) buttons right now i'm like stroking buttons for what feels like the most interesting to push (laughs) (laughs) i'm going purely by touch alone well i go ahead and give me another lasers check right quick all right. Roll the three. What's your number? Five. Okay. Um, so you successfully managed to, um, in an intricate roundabout way, set off um, uh, 
so the power to the shields is there. Uh, okay. <laughs> sh- that, but the rest of the power to the rest of the ship uh, it is pretty much like turned off right now. Um, you've got uh, power to the shields, power to um, uh, life support. Um, but then like all of the exterior lights on the ship start flashing and like going off. Um, and <laughs> um, all of a sudden, like there's a ship that starts exiting from uh, the, the hive uh, armada ship and starts coming towards you. And I hear the window shut down noise and I'm like, that goes the damn Wi-Fi again. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ekonotum, you need to stop messing with the buttons on the control system. You're going to mess with our CNO cycle. <laughs> Excuse me, I am a doctor who is well informed about this and all other things on our ship. Biogeneticism has gotten me to this point. I am qualified to touch all in every. Thank you. <laughs> so you do understand the ramifications of you uh, jamming around on the buttons and messing with our stellar nucleosynthesis. <laughs> I understand completely, utterly, every single individual word you have said to me. Together, I am uh, running a hypothesis on the intention of your meaning, yes. <laughs> um, well, in any case, we uh, uh, have a ship approaching us. The one remaining sensor that is still on has notified us of this. Uh, <clears throat> do I... Um, are they trying to hail us at all? Well, I guess our Wi-Fi is down, so we're not going to be able to hear them anyway. <laughs> um, they they oh. get kind of close, and like um, you can see the light blinking, like they're trying to connect to y'all. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the Wi-Fi is down, um, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, like y- you see this like strange device in the exterior, and you hear this like sort of muffled. Um, <laughs> sound as if like they're amplifying somebody's voice like Ball to try and get over. through your ship <laughs> state your uh, what you need and what you're doing here please wait, wait guys I notify us because my degree is actually in anthropological linguistics Oh, study the culture of language. How fancy. Somebody went to school. (laughs) Yes, I did. My parents spent a lot of money. Oh, somebody has parents. Uh. (laughs) Flex on me more, why don't you? (laughs) Look, doctor, we've been over this before. We all respect each other. It's fine. (laughs) We all earned our degrees in equally valid and, and... and, Not uh, questionable res- ways at all. Respectable ways, so it's fine. <laughs> yes. Just because yeah. I got mine through nepotism does not mean it's any less valid than yours. Correct, doctor. 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 <laughs> I will step away from the uh, console and turn my back to the many, many flashing lights and take the paper off my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so do we have some sort of sound amplification device um perhaps. look to dr johnson yes well it's not a device but more like a gel that you can put on your ear so uh Ooh. it's an amplification uh gel so uh 
I, I apologize. I haven't been able to make it in any other color besides uh, hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I know, it's quite gauche, but here you go. <laughs> right, so that solves part of the problem. The other part of the problem is how do we relay communication back once I decipher uh, what they have what they have said. Oh, well, it's oh. purely in Doctor 101 where you cup your hands over your mouth and yell in the direction you are trying to project. Everyone can hear you, even in the vast vacuum of space. Isn't that right, Dr. Johnson? Um, I may also have uh, another uh, <laughs> device uh, that I've been tinkering with in my spare time. Uh, this is... Uh, much like the uh, auditory amplification gel I just gave you, I also have a vocal redirection cube. <laughs> uh, it's attached on the outside of the ship, and the microphone is over there. <laughs> uh, it should bypass the, the, the Wi-Fi issue we're currently having. Right. And Mavi has um, told me that I couldn't call my grandchildren back home because we relied on Wi-Fi. If he wasn't on an escape pod, his ass would be grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to touch photosynthetic organisms again. Oh, uh, yes. Space too long. Yes, all of those scientific words that you know so well, Doctor. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> doctor. You're a biogeneticist of all things. You should know what photosynthetic means. <laughs> yes, but we are not photosynthetic items, so it does not it does not catch my interest at the moment. And I think we are not photosynthetic. And I run to a lab. Right. So um, yes. Well, can we still hear them trying to communicate? Oh, it's on loop. Like it's the same thing over and over. Again. <laughs> like it's 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 and like they're getting closer and closer. Like they've slowed down, but they're getting closer and closer, and it's still the same thing. They're communicating with the techno remix. That's like, what is your interest? What is your interest? Interest? Tell us your name. Tell us your name. Name. <laughs> they're hitting us. They're getting the country music out. Who the hell are y'all? You're in our space yard. <laughs> They're just trying to catch us with every different manner of communication. Where did y'all get that spaceship from? It's kind of pretty. Who's your name? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm going to be taking notes, you know, just like, studying how they've, you know, interpreted, because they're trying to communicate in our language, correct? Uh, correct. Okay, so I'm like, Taking notes, even though it's probably like perfectly clear what they're trying to say, giving <laughs> you know, like um, translators <laughs> and, and whatnot. Oh, um, see the the hive armada, <laughs> the the uh, brain, um, the the brain insectoids that kind of like help connect them and uh, that help modify their brain waves and things like that to help modify them all. It gives them the ability to understand all speech and be able to actually use their vocal cords to project any type of speech as well. Right. Nice. So they are communicating perfectly fine. Oh, yes. But my asshole self is like studying how they interpreted our language you're like, oh, and, fascinating. and form to communicate. So you're, so you're whiting it up? <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism, man. Yes. Um, so how close are they from us? Um, so this ship is r roughly 
um, about ten spaceships away. Like ten, y- y- the the two the ship that's coming towards you is about the same size as the Raptor, um, and it's about ten vessels in between y'all. Okay. Okay. Uh, if they get to uh, one vessel between us, then I would like to engage something, but it's fine for right now. <laughs> so, do you want to warm any weapons up, or do you just kind of uh, like... Yes. Uh, yeah, so I would like to warm the device that I have in mind up. <laughs> so I go over and start pressing a series of buttons and configurations to get that ready. <laughs> okay, um, so is it an energy-based, or is this like some kind of explosion-based that doesn't use energy? Oh, uh, this will be, and this will be an energy thing, um, so I'm like in the process of powering down some other stuff. Everybody's wearing their spacesuits, right? We, we might just need a little bit extra power. Our uh, lab coats uh, are our space outfits. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I mean our actual space apparatus, our space suits. In fact. Oh, our space suits that we have our lab coats over, yes. yes. <laughs> with, with the way that Dr. Ignatum talks, I almost picture like just a fishbowl over their head <laughs> and like a tube going up in like for oxygen and like the, the lab coat is like, like, but like there's like tape around the helmet connecting <laughs> to like the shirt under the helmet. Like I don't know why yes. this. <laughs> That's specifically my outfit. <laughs> I have a very thin layer of anti-space material all over my skin that I wa- that I bathe in every morning, and so I can't. I don't. I can't. So that the integrity and the shape of my lab coat is always pristine. <laughs> Uh, so, um, let me go ahead and get, uh, Dr. Johnson to roll two <laughs> dice to yeah. see, um, how effectively they are able to stealthfully power up this weapon and not alert the enemies. It's not really a weapon per se, it's more kind of like a pool noodle. <laughs> I mean, in, in what I'm trying to use it for, basically, or like a bumper. <laughs> oh, you're just gonna be like, boop. I imagine yeah. Dr. Johnson has, like, we all have an actual storage facility, but Dr. Johnson has, like, a cannon that's packed with explosive citrus. They're like, just in case. Okay, so, hang on. My number, what was my number again? I think I said two. Uh, yeah, I've got a two. Which means I have, have to roll feeling, over. I have, I have to roll over. Yeah. Uh, well, this is no, a no. I'm using thing. lasers. No, I'm I'm using so you, lasers, so I have to roll under my number, which is you need be a great, two or a one, which Ooh. is not good. <laughs> hey, maybe you'll get a two and you can get laser feelings. Okay, uh, I did roll a one, but I also rolled a four. Okay, so uh, um, that still gives I, you a partial success. I barely manage it. <laughs> <laughs> So you manage to get everything set up, but they know exactly what you're doing now. Um, okay. It was not disguised in any way, shape, or form. So they're like, we might mean you no harm. Please identify oh. <laughs> yourselves and let us know what you are doing in our new space. Okay. So in a, in as close as I can replicate to their language, I want to start asking them questions about the cultural significance of the quantum uh what is it called the quantum, quantum tunnel, tunnel. Of quantum, the quantum tunnel. tunnel and 
um, what it means to them as a society and like a bunch of other like really invasive questions. <laughs> What's your mother's name? <laughs> Do you have any siblings where you're from? Do you procreate? Are you asexual? <laughs> <laughs> we are here to change the universe to make it a better world. We are here to turn this galaxy into a hive galaxy. Mm-hmm. And we will do that with the quantum tunnel. Out of character, how loud is that transmission? Is that something you can hear all over the ship or you have to specifically be in the, uh, the, in the lobby in the bay area? So you know how like when you're walking a couple blocks from a concert and you can hear it? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But you can hear it through the whole ship. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a definitely a resounding um, situa- sound situation. In the lab, you just hear Dr. Ignatum being like, fuck your hive! <laughs> well, at least Dr. Ignatum is not anywhere near my yeah. <laughs> voice amplification apparatus. <laughs> that is true. Mm, yes. Would you like a sample of the hive mind? <laughs> Wait, guys, this is actually brilliant. So I have decoded the culture of their language, and now I can actually see how it literally applies to their civilization. This is actually fantastic for my research, and I may even get an award for this. Dr. Polaris is the worst. If you would like to... <laughs> if you sign up for the Hive Mind now and bring multiple friends with you, you can raise wait, up in status wait, inside of the Hive This is MLM. This is a marketing Dr. Ignatum runs in with like six beakers all between her fingers and goes, ah, so we must interview them. I see this working in our favor. Follow along. What? Uh, no, wait. I, I don't understand. No. I've got. I've got. You. My you terrible. do understand. You. Did you say wait or bait? Both. <laughs> if we interview them and we figure out their top ten reasons for losing, you know, for gaining new friends this summer, we could also help ourselves with our study and our research. Their top 10 list can match our top five list. And if we merge them together to create a top three exclusive tier list of how to be hot to all your new friends and get them interested in your new, uh, we don't want to call it a cult. We want to call it an assimilation factor. We can gain new followers in under 30 days. And if you're not following now, listen, just wait for the break and I'll tell you more. And then I leave. And on that, we'll end this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's amazing. I am Mr. RPG Hour. Uh, You can find uh, everything that I kind of head up uh, at RPG Hour on a lot of different sources. Just uh, if you find a social media, look up RPG Hour, all one word you'll find anything that I'm potentially heading up. Uh, if you find us on Facebook, that is actually Mrs. RPG hour and um, our other co-host from our main show, Jonathan Andrews. Um, uh, I am the showrunner for uh, RPG hour and for star Wars legacies. 
Um, and I am simply the editor and uh, fill-in guest for our adventures. Jess. Okay. <laughs> Hi, oh I'm Jess Peck. You can find me at Health Peck Stream on Twitter. I am a writer, editor. I do a whole bunch of stuff. So I have a game that I published uh, in June, which is called Good Morning Apocalypse. Um, and it's a hope punk game that was designed as part of the Good Morning Apocalypse jam, uh, game jam. I co-designed that uh, with my friend Echo Rowan. Nice. I am Nil. I am a writer. I, I can't say that. It's you also. I am a writer and editor and I do other things. Uh, currently, I am voice acting on a DBZ Xenoverse thing on YouTube. Uh, it's called Adventures of Apalm and I play Echo and Poton. All right. And uh, I'm Mrs. RPGR. If you want to play stupid games with me on this show, you can tweet at me um, at our adventures. Um, or you can send me an email, um, Mrs. RPG Hour at Mrs. RPG Hour, or Mrs. <laughs> RPG Hour at RPGHour.com. And um, definitely would like to hear from you. Bye.